about geeksters? Oh yeah, it is time for part three of everyone's favorite break it down with Geekstar. And welcome to episode 97, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. Bien, me amo short. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just, like, just the look on Ed's face when I went, bueno. <laughs> Hola, Geeksters. He was literally like, when did I get transported to Go Diego? <laughs> <laughs> me and Dora are going to go exploring. <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, you're listening to part three. And I'm assuming Ed and Erica talked um, nerd news. Nerd news, but, but it was mostly Comic-Con, <gasps> San Diego Comic-Con related. Of course, the first article I did have to pull out. Wow, you're not even going to let me respond. No, I am go not. Like, so right you know into what? it. Sean wasn't here all week. Fuck it. I'm taking charge. I'm the man. That's right. I, I got to get my 15 minutes in I'm somehow. I'm just going to roll right over him. I'm not giving a shit about what Sean's opinion of San Diego Comic-Con was. What did he do? I know he was all sick and hunched over, but did he do anything? I don't care. I have to get. The, I have to report the news. That's right. I just wanted to mention real quick before we got into the San Diego Comic-Con news was that Lucy Lawless is going to be in the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I was disappointed in that She's is one of my some, favorite actresses. Is that something that you pointed out on the show? Or is yeah. That, okay. Oh, yeah. So then why did you just give away a spoiler? <laughs> That's the only one. <laughs> That's the only one? All right. Um, my weekend was pretty much, I mean, I, I besides being hunched over, I had my phone next to me. Yeah. So I was like, Facebook, I couldn't go, like, I couldn't get myself out of bed to roll over into my chair and spin around and go, click, click, click. So I was like, let me just scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> so try to keep up on stuff. I mean, I saw... Um, I'm assume, assuming you reported on Gal Gadot. Yes. I think you mentioned that before you signed off. Sorry, so it's no big surprise. Someone right now is going, yeah, asshat. He said he talked about it. <laughs> Why are you acting all fucking surprised? <laughs> Theater of the mind. <laughs> You're sitting right across from him. I'm sure you, you guys just had a conversation. <laughs> Theater of the mind. <laughs> Open your mind. Let the curtain fall. Actually, Sean and I never really talked. <laughs> yeah, as soon as the mics go off. Actually, right now, I'm actually in my home, and I'm on the phone with him. <laughs> We're actually doing it live online. <laughs> we, don't, we don't look at each other. We don't talk to each other. We just Skype the whole conversation. That's right. That's it. <laughs> we go to break. We go to our phones yeah, or, or Facebook yeah, or whatever. Fuck, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> oh, it's time. All right. I'll hit record. And then we're on here. We're on camera, going, "Hey, hey, So, so, um, okay. Like I said, because I, I assumed that you guys were going to talk about something like that because yeah. it was like the big news of this whole week. All of nerd news should have been San Diego Comic Con. Right. Like a lot of bombs dropped. Well, well, my 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 initial theory was when we started this was we were just going to kind of go through Comic Con through the next few weeks because there was a lot of stories. I mean, oh, we was, could still do that. Sure. You know, but then when you were like, make sure you know, like I get a text up as he hunched over, make sure you cover this, this, and this, <laughs> and I'm like. Don't nerd news away. <laughs> yeah, still, I don't care how much pain I'm still being a dick. <laughs> Dude, cover this, cover that, cover this. 
Because well, yeah. my thing is, you know what? Those are the hotbed topics. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want someone going. You know, everyone knows that. Why are you covering a week later? Yeah. Like I, you know, like the to me the hot buttons were, um, the picture of um Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. The picture of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Right. Um the box set the the final the officially release date of Batman the box rate. The the sixty six Batman on Blu ray. We didn't cover that one. Oh, okay, cool. Right. We can talk about that next week. Yeah, or this week. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, to me, like that was kind of like the big buzz. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming you kind of got. Yeah. Those the, those are the ones we also we also covered Tusk. I mean, we, we oh okay we played the trailer and we actually posted on our Facebook page. So go like the Facebook page if you haven't and go see it. It was mind blowing. It was, it was great. I mean, like we yeah, were, I watched it a couple times. We, we were like, "Wow!" Like we just got to see this movie. It was great. Yeah. Now, being a fan of Kevin Smith and listening to all his podcasts, yeah, obviously I know um, way more back history about that. Right. You know, we're probably going to talk about it on the show or next week. Closer to the thing, but if you're a fan of the podcasts of Hollywood Babylon, Smycast, and, and Jane Sonnenberg, good old, there is a lot of jokes that the peop- the fans of the podcast were going to get mm-hmm. like they'll still be funny but to other people it'll be funnier like there's um like Ralph Garman's in it and Ralph Kevin did give a spoiler there's if you listen to Hollywood Babylon they do uh you know um for one of their sound clips is more margaritas hoo-ha-hoo-ha. you know like this yeah. whole thing well Ralph has that as his ringtone in the movie ah okay and it actually is used as a key point that that tune is a key point in a show in part of in a scene and it's definitely like a, if you don't listen if you don't know if you don't listen to Hollywood Babylon you're gonna go okay well that's kind of a, that's a silly ringtone but as a fan of Hollywood Babylon I'm gonna laugh my ass off I'm like I knew that tune yeah you know um, and it was really based on you know the whole the the episode of the podcast where they were talking about this old man. I mean, it really is based out of this podcast that him and Kevin uh, that Kevin and um, oh my god, Scott Mosier talked about. Yeah, you know, and uh, and it was the fans who said, "Yeah, you need to make this movie." So he did it. Like he mm-hmm. was just like, "All right, you know, it's a movie I'd see." Like again, that's the reason why at the end of the trailer it says hashtag Walrus Yes. Yeah, because. At the time, you know, his question was like, well, is this a movie or isn't this movie? You want to see this movie. If you would want to see this movie, you know, hashtag walrus yes. And if you know, like, if it, if I get a big enough response, I might actually, I might consider making this a movie. Right. Because it's something that I'd be interested in see. I mean, he definitely said, you know, it is a little human centipede kind of a, of a bite ripoff. Right. But it's definitely, but it's mainly based out of this real article that Kevin read about an old guy who wanted, you know, who basically wanted to have someone come live with them and every, like, you know, live with this guy free. Mm-hmm. Only thing is, for two hours out of the day, you had to pretend you were a walrus. <laughs> and there was, like, this whole big backstory of why. Yeah. So, you know, and that's that, that got Kevin's brain working. And, like, what if what if this, like, what was, like, a crazy old man and he turns a person into a walrus? Like, and they, the, the episode is hysterically funny. Yeah. And it's really, and I'm like, all right. And the trailer, I, I watched the trailer too, and it looked fucking mind blowing. Yeah, that was. Yeah, the cast is great. I mean, I'm not sure about the Justin Long with the mustache part. Yeah, but I did chuckle. He's a podcaster. I'm like, Haley <laughs> <laughs> Joel Osment's in it. Yeah. I mean, it's like what's his like first movie in got like decades. Yeah, so he kind of looks like he's like you know, like mid or, or like, like he's early 30s, I guess at this yeah. point. A little chubby. You know, but I'm like, it's Haley Joel Osment. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I know Ralph Garman's in it. Michael Parks, who's phenomenal, plays the old man in it. Yeah. You know, so, and it looks really creepy, really dark. 
and the whole I don't want to die in Canada, yo. <laughs> it just looked really, really good. So I'm, I'm glad like you guys covered that. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the the Batman look? Well, you know, we we, we talked about the cape and cow because that was the first thing yeah, okay, you know yeah. you saw, and then we did show pictures of cape and cows with with, with him in it with the chin and all, and yeah. it's just like. You know, we, we, we said it looks good. We liked the, the ears. We said, you know, so people we found out didn't really was big fans of it. But it was, a lot of people were. Like, I think a lot of mix. It was like the haters and the, and yeah, the lovers. Yeah, I think you know? a lot of the haters come from, like, the aspect of because they're Nolan Batman fans. Yeah. Like, when you see that, like, did you see the leaked movie teaser that they did? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we actually posted that as okay. well on there. Because I was like, holy crap, that looks exactly out of Dark Knight Returns. Yes. That whole armored suit that he's wearing with the glowing eyes. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe he did it. Yeah. I can't believe he went down that road. Yeah. Because that's something I never would have expected to see. Right. Like, ever. And to see that and to see Clark kind of float down with his eyes all lit out, I'm going, Holy shit, this is going to be good. Like, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it now. Like, I can't wait. I'm like, fuck, it's two years from now. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. What did you think about the Gal Gadot look? Be honest. I, I mean, I mean, her arms to me were still kind of thin, you yeah. know? I mean, and then I saw a picture beforehand of her. I think you posted it at one point. With the whole Xena thing. The Xena, yeah. <laughs> you're next to her, and it's just like, ooh. Okay, no, look, and it, it does. It, it's, it is remnants remnants of Xena's uh, warrior princess it, costume. It, and, and let's be fair, um, Xena is really an Amazon warrior. Yeah. Okay, she's basically the '90s version of Wonder Woman. You weren't getting a Wonder Woman on TV, so here's Xena. Right. You know, like let's yeah. let's do that. So, and Wonder Woman has been in kind of like that garb in the yeah. past. Just. I think people don't like it because it's not the red, white, and blue outfit. Right. And I'm like, come on, let's face it. Back when she was created, it was the, you know, World War II was around and she was representing America. So yeah. obviously she's going to look patriotic. Exactly. But on a realistic level, she doesn't, if she's not supposed to know anything about us, why would she wear that color? Right. Those colors. So to me, it looked good. I, I had no problem with the look. I look like, okay, maybe it was also the photography itself was, was filtered. Right. So it gave it more of a dirty, gritty look. Well, that was the thing too. He said it's like it's like the costume looked pretty good, but like how is it going to look on screen with everything right. else going on? Because you you see this beautiful like not beautiful, but this background of like a yeah the whole dusty right. very 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 sepia laden picture exactly. Um, here's the like pro- like I, I, I post I'm the one who posted it like so I mean I can understand them going with the opal. I can see why a lot of people who maybe not have picked up a Wonder Woman comic are hating on the costume going, oh, it's fucking Xena. Mm. But let's face it, Xena is actually ripping off Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, if you really technically think about it. Um, the problem is, is that for people who are looking at Wonder Woman from the first time, because Xena was so influential during the 90s that any woman wearing that outfit is going to be reminiscent of Xena. Mm-hmm. You know, not sadly, but just kind of like, eh, you know what, I, I can kind of give those people a pass. Because that's coming from an ignorant place, not right. a, not necessarily a knowledgeable place. It's kind of like like the little kid kind of going, "I know everything." And you go, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Can you yeah. pat him on the head and you go, I, "I get where you're coming from because you're a kid. You don't know the history, so keep move, move along." Right. Um, and it was funny, like a lot, like it's weird because I've been this past couple of days, I've actually been kind of on. Very rarely do I make comments on other people's posts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially with the whole Wonder Woman thing, I'm still not 100% behind Gal Gadot. Right. I'm willing to give her a chance because you know what? I'm like, look, 
Ben Affleck's Batman. Right. I, I, I'm pro, I'm Batfleck yeah. all the way. Yeah. And I understand people going, I don't think he's going to do a job, but I'm going to willing to wait to see how he, he does. I think he's going to knock it out of the park. You know, I'm kind of that way with Gal Gadot. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't, she doesn't, in my mind's eye, she doesn't look like Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And people going, why? Because she doesn't have big tits. I'm like, no. She needs more meat on her bones. Right. She's still too, to me, skinny. Right. You know, and then someone like and someone posted like um, Gal Gadot's picture, and then the, the girl um, Casey who did the American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. thing, you know, and go, oh well, they look at Gal Gadot, they say she's skinny, she's underfed, blah blah blah, and everyone's slamming her. But then here's Casey, you know, and everyone's saying, oh, because she did this, she's a warrior, she's a, she's you know, blah blah blah, like, <laughs> like yeah, what you know, like, and I'm sitting there going, and I actually made a comment, I'm like. And I did. This is one of those very few times that I wanted to make sure that instead of talking to my ass, I Googled the shit out of this of information. Right. Which is the reason why I can kind of intelligently pass it on in this in this broadcast. Yeah. Gal Gadot stands at 5'9", uh-huh. which is impressive. She weighs about 110 pounds at the moment. Uh-huh. All right. Um, Casey is five foot nothing. Okay. And she weighs 100 pounds. About, you know, and I'm like, five foot nothing? At like, a, like 100 pounds? Okay, that seems relatively reasonable. Yeah. And I looked. The average weight for a woman at 5'9 should be somewhere around the around the realm of 128 pounds to 130 pounds. Okay. Okay. So right now, Gal Gadot is still have about 20 pounds of, of, of bulk yeah. to be considered healthy. Yeah. It wasn't like, didn't count for breast size and didn't count for like anything else. It just right. said the average weight. So it wasn't like... An average weight for a girl of that height should weigh about that. That's mm-hmm. a healthy weight. So right away, she's already 20 pounds underweight right. as far as the norm is. Right. The boobs, I could care less. I've never been really a boob man. I would have liked to have seen a better, a more, you know, hourglass figure. All right, sure. Yeah, I would have because I'm a, I'm a male. I want to see a hot chick kick ass. Mm-hmm. She looked good, but I'm not a fan of her. So I'm just like, eh, all right. You know, like ugh. if she was leading, if... It was her headlining her own movie. I gotta be honest, I don't know if I'd say it. Right. And I love Wonder Woman, the icon of Wonder Woman. And another person posted um, a picture of Linda Carter mm. and her and saying that Linda Carter was thin for at the seventy in the seventies, this is what Wonder Woman looked like. And the only and this is how the norm of a woman was back forty years ago. Mm. The only difference between her and Gala Doe is that Linda Carter has bigger boobs. And I'm just like Again, I was just like, no. Like, first of all, we're living in a world where everybody talks about body shame, body image, and skinny girls stop making women feel like they have to be real thin as a symbol of beauty. Mm. And then all of a sudden, majority of people are going, you know what? Wonder Woman's too thin. Oh, well, how dare you talk about her size? Right. Like, wait a second. You bitch about us going... If, if I said, oh, my God, she's fucking gorgeous because I want all women to be look like that because she's thin and beautiful, mm-hmm. there's going to be somebody going, you shouldn't do that. That's, you know, so, what about those those bigger bigger girls or the girls who are normal in society? Right. Like the 5'9", 130-pound chick is now looking at Gal Gadot going, oh, I'm never going to be as pretty as her when she's obviously in the realm of norm. Right. Like you shouldn't body shame me because I'm not real thin like her. And I'm going – She's real thin, and I'm not attracted to that. I'm not. Mm. I'm not. Like I think she's too skinny, and now I'm getting chewed out for that. Right. 
Like, make up your mind, sister. Do you want me to go, yeah, she's fucking hot, and then have you be pissed off going, oh, well, all women aren't looking like that. Or do you want me to go, you know what, she's a little too thin, and have you be mad at me going, you should not be you know, slamming her for her size. Right. Like, come on. It's a no, no, no win scenario. Yeah, I'm like, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. So I'm going to take the, the lesser of the two dams that makes me feel more honest, and yeah. I think that she looks too skinny. Yeah. You know? No, I agree with that. That's the same. And that's that to <clears> me was the whole thing was just like sure, her arms are too skinny and, and, and it's like, you know, she's going to be an, an Amazon princess and she's going to yeah. be fighting, you know, kind of thing. And I just, I mean, like, it looks like she couldn't pick up a sword, like kind of thing. Yeah, and, and some people were bitching about the sword too. Like, why is she holding a sword? Where's her lasso? I'm going, dude, it's right there on her hip. Pay attention. Yeah. Like, and why is she holding a sword? Um, I don't know, because every time I've seen her fighting, she's wielding a sword. sword yeah. Like, pick up a fucking comic book. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, douchebags. Don't base it on a 70s TV show. Yeah, or just don't, don't, just don't base it on the fact that, oh, all she has is her lasso. No, I've seen her in way many illustrations with her with a shield and a sword. sword. She's an Amazon warrior princess. Yeah. She's just not going to walk in wearing a skirt going, hey, fellas, I'm with just going to... Yeah, with a rope going, clink, clink, you know, and a bullet. She's going to have a sword and shield. Like, yeah. Again, the only thing I can honestly say that besides the look of it is that I really, really, really was glad they didn't try going PC and throwing pants on her. Yeah. Like, I was really glad that they went, we'll go Gladiator, Xena versus... Well, they did the skirt like you've always talked about in the past, so that was good. You know, that was the good thing. I got the little, I got the little kind of like, yeah, Sean knows what he's talking about. (laughs) Like, holy crap, Sean got this one right. (laughs) He talks a lot of shit, but you know what? He's fucking right. (laughs) (laughs) Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time, but in that case, I was like, like that too big. Yeah. <laughs> like, in this case, I did. It was like, I did feel like, all right, you know what? That's justifiable because I've seen her in that. It's put her in gladiator garb, mm-hmm. gladiator skirt. I mean, put a man in that, it's fucking Russell Crowe. Yeah. You know, in gladiator, except, you know, <laughs> yeah, except he's got a better body. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, folks. <laughs> Russell Crowe's in a, in a beautiful man with a beautiful mind. <laughs> All right, so um, what else did you cover? In we, uh, we we talked about the uh, cast of uh, Firefly coming back to do a video game. The voices, they're going to do uh, the voice it, scan, body scans of their for their video game. Yeah, I know. And it's I going to be an online game. Yes, I know. Thing. I signed up. Oh, you signed up? I signed up. The game's not done yet, um, but I did sign up so I can be part of the online community. It's going to be one of those like free-to-play kind of – it's going to be like how DC Online is and the Marvel Universe is, like mm-hmm. those like MMO games. Right. Where are you going to wander around? I, I'm interested because one of the things I've been doing, and I was going to mention it on Sunday, was like I, I started f- watching Firefly again. Yeah. Like I started, like I really got into watching again because I, I watched Netflix. They did a whole, um, like it's like an hour documentary on how the fans, it was like a love letter to the fans, like how, how they were helped bring the show. It was mm-hmm. really, really good. So I would definitely. I wish I could remember um, what the name of the, the documentary was. I'll remember it for Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I, I and that kind of made me go. You know what? I kind of really appreciated that show. I'm going to watch it again. So I started watching it again, and and like I'm going to kind of do watch all 14 episodes and go back watch the episodes with the audio commentary, and then finish it up with Serenity. Right. You know. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of jazzed for that. Oh, cool. You know, you're not even paying attention to me, are you? <laughs> I'm just gearing up for the next thing. Sorry. Okay. What was the next thing? Well, we were also talking about like the uh, the magnitude of Comic Con itself, the San Diego Comic Con. It's the third world largest Comic Con, um, and there's two others. It's Japan's, and I'm gonna we're gonna butcher both of these because they're not in America, and they're the words that they. Comic is in Japan, and France's 
Anglogome is the other one. That's the number one. <laughs> so now I was like, I turn that. I mean, whatever. Okay, so the so three big ones. Yes. Well, I mean, the San Diego Comic Con is also called the Inter- San Diego International Comic Con. Yeah. So I mean, they it's not it's they always just form it down to S S D C C rather than S D I C C. Right. That's where I mean. Let's face it. That's how many people were there this year. Uh, give it kind of like, yes, they did, and I'm going to look for that real quick here. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, well, I'll just give you the other stats. This thing, I mean, in 2011, it took two hours to, for it to sell out. In 2012 and 13, it took 90 minutes. This year, it took only 72 minutes for the whole. So it's selling out faster and faster every try, year. Uh, hey. uh, they say it's a, it's of course it's a four and a half day event. It, 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 the the impact on uh, San Diego is one hundred and seventy eight million dollars. Wait, what was it? One hundred and seventy eight million dollars in, in San Diego alone. Oh, that's yeah. how much it brought in. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, direct attendees uh, basically paid up about seventy eight million. So you figure, uh, and the rooms were there for that like those for the whole thing was fifty five thousand seven hundred seventy two hotel rooms just for this convention alone. Uh, all and right. so, he, oh, and one hundred and thirty thousand attendees was was the. Uh, that, that's I think that's yes. about the, the the. That's how much it was I think last year. And the thing is that it's capped at that because they don't want overcrowding. Yeah. So that's that's the max they can sell it at. They can't go right. on beyond that. So they they've hit that mark again. Now they said it's an average. They say they, like they're going to people are going to spend about fifteen hundred dollars per person at Comic Con. Is that um, including airfare? Oh, oh, no, that's just in swag. Swag. I, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, find out what I want to do. I did see. Remember how I was talking about that Harley Quinn statue? Yes. I did see some people selling on eBay. Oh, really? Yeah, and I did see a couple on Amazon, and I'm like, uh. I might actually, you know, kind of have to, because it looked really, really good. <laughs> I have to buck up and get some, uh, get some cash going here. I might sell some sperm and some blood. <laughs> <laughs> Just not to the same bank. How great! That would be awesome. <laughs> What stop shopping? I was going to stop shopping. They shove a needle in my arm and suck out blood while I'm jacking off. <laughs> For all those vampire fetishes. Oh, blood. Oh. Here you go. Fill the cup. <laughs> now go freeze it. And then, of course, we talked about the Sinister Six uh, movie that they're going to put in lieu of. Well, not in lieu of, but how before the, the uh, how Spider-Man 3. is Sony? Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I mean, the guy walks away from... Pen in Amazing Spider-Man three, and completely comes up with the works to the point where they actually push that back and rather get the Sinister Six going. I, you, know, I, you know what? I, I would be surprised if I see. I don't feel good about any of that. Yeah. You know, it's definitely one of those like, oh, come on, guys, just Disney. Can you please just go in, throw throw like a couple million dollars in there, and just kind of go, yeah, can we, can we have the rights back because we want to do it right. Right. You know, I, I kind of want that to happen, but you know, the other part of me is going. You know what? Let Sony keep Spider Man because if it wasn't for if if Marvel if Disney had Spider Man, we probably wouldn't be getting Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, right. You know, or we wouldn't be getting Ant Man. We wouldn't gotten, We probably wouldn't have gotten Captain America or Iron Man or the exactly, Avengers. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe it's good that these guys are fucking up, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, it's it's t- it's tough. I mean, I I I don't like any of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. You know, I mean, like, they say Set Two is a lot, a little bit better than One, and I still hated it. I, you yeah. know, and I and I'm going to use the word hate. I mean, it's just you know, like people <laughs> didn't like it. No, no, I hated it. It was just 
just so many bad plot the, points. You know what they are I'm not talk- going to go into that. They are talking about um, when it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray, they're doing like a director's cut because they did cut out a lot of stuff. I don't think it's going to help. It might. I mean, I think it I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it just to well, yeah, see. Yeah, I'll have it and I'll bring it over. Yeah. You know, I do. I am kind of interested in kind of seeing like, well, maybe if they would have done this, where were they going to go? Yeah. But, yeah. I don't think it's going to be much of an improvement. I'm Probably really not. I mean, I got to be honest, the Amazon set looked pretty good in the limited edition because it's the head of, of, it's the head of Jamie Foxx as Electro and it actually lights up. You know, I'm like, oh, it looks really badass, but... I don't, you know, I'm not a big Jamie Foxx fan, so I don't want to have his head. As much as I would love to see his head on a pike, I don't really want to kind of actually have a plastic version of it. <laughs> that did not sound good at all. No, I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Jamie Foxx as a person. I like. Yeah. It's a shame because I love the Django Unchained. I thought he was okay in, as Electro. Yeah. Just him as a person outside of what I see on the screen, I don't like. Okay. So to me, it's like. Yeah, I don't really want to have the character a, a, a really good replica of his head yeah. sitting on my desk or sitting on my my bureau because I'm just gonna look at it and go fucking hate you, Jimmy Fox. <laughs> like I'm just gonna, <laughs> especially at a movie that I didn't really like particularly care for. Yeah, just kind of look at it and go. I hate not only do I hate you, but I hate that fucking movie that's inside that little <laughs> neck piece you're holding. But I could turn it on, and his whole like head glows and has like it's kind of like a little Tesla thing, and I'm like. Yeah, it's pretty badass, but fuck you, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> you can electrocute him every time you watch. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Hey! Yeah, I wasn't really like... Uh, anything else you guys touched upon? And we just uh, touched briefly on the um, the release of the next uh, Marvel movie in the next like decade, I guess, pretty much, or next five years. Oh, the, the list of yeah, movies. Yeah, list of coming out. How surprised were you to see Black Panther? Not as much as World War Hulk. World War Hulk? Yes. Really? Yes. I must have missed that one. It's November 2nd of 2018. It's coming out. Okay, you know what? I'm in because I love the World War Hulk. I, yeah. I love, but that means they're going to have to change. It's going to be a big change because they're not going to do Planet Hulk. But that, and that's that's what I was explaining to Erica at the show is the fact is, is that there's it's a two-parter because first you have to get the Planet Hulk before you get to World War Hulk. And she goes, well, how do you see that? And I'm like, well, there was a direct-to-video cartoon of Planet Hulk. They gave you a brief synopsis of it. She could watch that at least to understand right. it and then watch the movie and see you know, how right, it all Right, but they might go completely different. World War Hulk could just be the fact that Hulk is just going on a rampage. You know, like – yeah, because it's, it's maybe you're, something you're, pushes him so far. You're not going to have him come back from another planet, or you know, or you're going to yeah. do a, like a five minute or ten minute beginning of him uh, doing that whole thing, or and, unless they what do you call it? Um, just have I mean, unless it's a flashback scene during the movie where you know they you see him like them him getting fucked over, right? right. Like some like uh, in the comic books, it was the Illuminati, which consisted of Doctor Strange, Professor X, Iron Man. Um, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic, and I want to say um, Prince Namor. Yeah. The five of them came to a conclusion that we need to get rid of Hulk because he's going through, he's been damaging the fuck out of everything. Yeah. So there's no way to contain him, so let's get him to a safe planet, a la Wrath of Khan. Yeah. <laughs> and they sent him to a planet, and the, the, the you know, it gets knocked off trajectory and lands on this gladiator, gladiatorial planet. Yeah. And he's... Uh, uh, you know, he's he thrives. He can talk. Mm-hmm. He can thrive. He becomes not only a gla- it becomes gladiator. Yeah, he rises up through the ranks of a gladiator and becomes ruler of that planet. And then, just as he falls in love, gets married, has kids, and then 
the ship that came that he got came that came on or crash landed with. Yeah. Something happened in the reactor and blew up and blew and killed the planet basically, and not only killed the planet but killed his wife, and so he's in this hate-filled rage against those five. Yeah, and gets a spaceship, comes back to Earth and starts putting these putting these guys on trial, and having like his own gladiator fights against like you saw Daredevil go against Mister Fantastic. It was great, but how they're going to do that in the realm of movies? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's, it's going to be a huge stretch because a lot of the characters they don't own. Or, no, yeah, or, or unless they go with you know World War Hulk, you'll have like Captain America fighting Iron Man. Yeah. For Hulk's pleasure, like okay, but they could go completely different. Yeah. Like just because it says World War Hulk doesn't mean they're going to follow that script to the T. Right. I was. I mean, okay, I knew about the whole Doctor Strange. I mean, well, give me the list real quick. Oh, uh, it is because I, I'm not looking at it, so I can kind of go knew that, knew that, didn't know that, didn't know that, didn't, you know. <laughs> um, well, it starts off with, of course, the Avengers: Age of Ultron, uh, May first, twenty fifteen. Then it's Ant Man, uh, July seventeenth, twenty fifteen. Uh, Captain America: The Fallen Sun is uh, May sixth, two thousand sixteen. Uh-huh. Doctor Strange is July eighth, two thousand sixteen. Okay, I'll stop right there. Okay, we haven't heard shit about. I mean. The only thing we've heard is that um, Joaquin Phoenix is in talks. He's not. He's not playing. Okay. Doctor Strange. They 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 they, they nixed that. Him. Yeah. They nixed him. Good. Yeah. Uh, have they gotten the guy yet? No. Okay. Because the other person that's been in the front runner is Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's the that's, that's another one that they've been talking about. But again, it's you know they well, there was a couple other names that they threw out there, but I think it's just people throwing names out, throwing to see names in a hat, and see who sticks. See what right. see what fan reaction is going to be. Like people like the idea of a King Phoenix. Personally, I didn't. Right. I, I didn't. I just don't. I mean, people are going. Well, he's quirky in real life. I'm like, you know what? I don't think Joaquin has the acting chops to pull off Doctor Strange. Well, I don't know because I mean, he seems like a pretentious dick. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is that kind of character. Yeah, but I mean, but the I, intelligence part of it, you have to. I don't know if he could fake. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't. He, does, he doesn't come across as intelligent enough. I yeah. mean, quirky is one thing. Intelligence different. I, I just don't. I never saw him. Like people going, oh, well, he's an awesome actor. I'm going, I've never seen him in a role that I really liked outside of Gladiator. And he was the bad guy in that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't see. That's the only role I liked him in. And I got to be honest, I'm not. I know it's going to sound very superficial. The hair look kind of bothers me. <laughs> I mean. Everybody's got I mean, everybody's total opinion. You know, Doctor Strange would definitely have the whole soul patch go <laughs> thing going on. So I wouldn't have to look at it. Yeah. But judging by the. Every time I see the picture of the cover of her. You know him with that porn stash. I'm just yeah. going, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Him, you know, pulling mat, rabbits out of a hat with that stash. I just, <laughs> you know. Okay, yeah. so keep going. Okay, next is uh, Thor. Uh, well, it's Thor Rag- Ragnarok, which is uh, May fifth, twenty seventeen. Then we go into Guardians of the Galaxy: War of Kings, and that is July twenty eighth of twenty seventeen. I, I love how they've already established. Fuck that. We're going to win a sequel. And yeah, it hasn't even come out yet. Yep. November 3rd, 2017 is the Black Panther movie. That, okay, now that one, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, really? Like, all right. I, I, you know, it, it, I've always heard it in the back burners. So right, I, and he is part of the Avengers. So, you know, if you're going to be getting ready for, like, Avengers, like, the second wave of different Avengers, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. I love Black Panther. I'm just, I was just surprised to see him in the lineup. I was just like, all right, I'm in. Who are they going to get for Black Panther? I'm like, now I'm thinking... Who are they going to get for Black Panther? Right. Like, I can't wait to see that casting decision. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I mean, I would like to see, oh, cool, Jay. 
<laughs> I, I think because I, th- I love him as an actor, yeah. and I think he can pull off king of his people. <laughs> you know, in our luck, he'll get Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I'm Martin Lawrence. So, yeah. All right. Well, okay. What else is out? Uh, July 6, 2018 is Avengers Civil War. Huh? November 2nd is 2018. Okay. As- well, yeah, I, just, I, just, I, I just want the Civil War. They so, re- yeah. 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 They're really going to try that? I can't see them doing it. Because like, how are you gonna how are you gonna pull that off? Well, again, you can, you can pull it off, just not with the amount of characters that were in the in the comic book series. Well, I mean, there was there's there were some big you know characters they don't own that were well, yeah, like Spider Man coming out and saying I'm Peter Parker. Right. But then again, and by the end, it did all get negated by Pete making the deal with you know it, it's again yeah. comic book history. But I'm just saying the idea of the registration kind of thing, the you know, kind of makes sense with the whole disbanding a shield and blah right. blah blah. You know, like. Okay, that might work if it's going to be the Avengers. Like, it might be like Cat, like Black Panther might be in it now because anybody that's prior to that movie, Doctor Strange could be in it. Like, mm-hmm. you could you could really work on it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of possibilities, especially with the characters like Black Panther and Doctor Strange coming in. So you could. And what's after that? And it's a World War Hawk. Okay, November second, twenty eighteen. So now those two might work together. Like, if you have it, it what do you call it? The Civil War. Um, you know, and then something happens to the point where Hulk fucking flips out. Yeah. That could, you could use the Avengers Civil War to kind of propel the story of World War Hulk. Yeah. You know, maybe. Right. Eh, all right. Yeah, it's a stretch. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, have, well, I have faith in Joss. Okay. And then what else? Finally, it's uh, May 3rd, 2019. It's Humans is coming out. That's a shocker. Yeah. That's a real shocker. Because that, that Humans to me is. It's about as obscure as Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. You know, that's a real risky move. I mean, I'm thrilled for it, but let's face it, one of the main characters doesn't talk at all. <laughs> like that's, that's a silent movie. And and there's a big fucking dog in it. Yeah. Lockjaw. I love Lockjaw. <laughs> but you know what? I, you know what? At this point, you don't know what... No, no. At this point, I'm looking at it this way. You can pull off Rocket Raccoon. You can pull off Lockjaw. Yeah. You know, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I'm in. You know, it's just a shame that they don't own the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Because the Inhumans and the Fantastic Four would blend real well together, especially with Medusa and the Johnny Storm affair. Mm-hmm. You know, that would work real well. But, yeah. all right. And right now, people are going, oh, fuck. And yeah. People right now, people are going really pissed at, that, you know, at Fox going, you're going you're gonna to completely fuck up Fantastic Four. And, but seeing the Inhumans was pretty, 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 ba- pretty badass. I always liked the kind of crew, and you know, just I wasn't really big into it. But I mean, I, I, I mean, it's not I, like I didn't hate it. I just wasn't right to really me into that they were just kind of like, okay, they're there, and when they always showed up, shit went down. Yeah. So that to me was like, all right, I'm in. It's to see them on a lineup saying we're doing a movie about them, that opens up the possibilities even more in that Marvel universe. Right. Right. So I mean, that's another five years away at this point, and you gotta. Thing. So let's uh, let's uh, wrap it up and go back uh, with the end of the show. All right. And you're listening to us live on AquanetRadio.com. You can find us also in Tuned In, iHeartRadio, and iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And welcome to Geeksters. What <laughs> up? I forgot the name of the show. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Welcome to the Shakeman Show. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it Wednesday? You already know. All right. Anyway. We are back, and of course, I did tease the fact that we are doing the Comic-Con special. Um, I did prepare a bunch of news articles for the show. Wait, of course, 
Comic Cons this weekend? Yes, it just happened. Really? A lot of big announcements came out. But before we get into that, I, I do want to mention Facebook one thing. The top news nerd news article that I picked, and I was kind of bummed when I found out about this, that Lucy Lawless is going to join Marvel's, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for next bummed? season. What is wrong with you? I love Lucy Lawless. I've pretty much followed her career, and you know, especially as you know, yeah. Warrior Princess, she was my... One of my favorite shows when I was younger. Gee, I wonder why. But she's going to be on a crappy show, you know, and hopefully yeah. that will boost things. But, I mean, they were supposed to hope that with that other actor. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, he was the bad guy on the show. and I can't think of his name. Hold on. <laughs> on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Uh, he was a big actor, too. He's been in a lot of great um, movies, can't and remember. I can't think of his name. I don't know, because I watched it for like five minutes, and then I tuned out it's just, <laughs> awful awful just Dis- disappointing it wasn't awful it was disappointing yeah um ba, 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 ba. bill paxton bill paxton that's there the gentleman's name yes yes that's the one and and they i think he having him on they were hoping the ratings were going to boost even higher and it didn't because the story was just crap so yeah so if, if that's you're agents of shield fan which I'm surprised if there is any, but you know what? I met one this weekend. Did you? Yeah, I was at Barnes and Noble. Was it Wednesday? Had an appointment over in Cherry Hill, and there's a Barnes and Noble right next to the place I was going to. And um, so I went in, and um, the Avengers was on. So I'm sitting there. I'm, you know, my mom's my mom. I love her to death. She takes a while to shop. So I was like, all right, while she's shopping, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> so I sat down. I'm watching it, and this kid sits next to me, and he's like, what movie is this? He's like, is this Thor? I was like, nah, it's the Avengers. He's like, oh, okay. So when I watch a movie, I just want to watch a fucking movie. Right. You know? Occasionally, I'll, I'll you know, MST3K it if it's a bad movie, but this is a good movie. Yeah. You know? So he starts talking to me about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I'm like, no. <laughs> Terrible show. He loved that show. Wow. Yeah. So me and him, and this kid is like, maybe 15 16 years old <laughs> at most we're sitting there debating the merits of agents of shield while the avengers is playing and then i just had this moment like oh fuck my life <laughs> I need to go. it's a nerd's life i tell you <laughs> oh it's something all right anyway but moving on to the comic-con announcements there was a lot of announcements that came out this weekend folks that just you know We'll be covering, I think, for the next two or three weeks. If we mm-hmm. miss something, there's going to be another story that we're going to hear during the week that we're going to have to get onto the show. But these were kind of our kind of our my favorites or tops that we should talk about. And the first one I'm going to start with is I'm going to start with ladies first. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. They showed an image of her at Comic Con, and I have to say that it does like a lot of people are saying commenting that look like kind of like Xena Warrior Princess and. Uh, it looks great. I mean, but it's just an image. So you really can't <laughs> yeah. take too much away from that. I mean, you know, you just don't want to go, all right, it looks great because the background looks like a, a, a battle scene, scene right? you know, type thing, fire everywhere. You're like, wow, it looks impressive. But, you know, you just don't know how she's going to portray Wonder Woman. And that's going to be a big question. Of course, you're going to have to see the new movie when it comes out in 2016 and find out for yourselves whether she was a good Wonder Woman or not. I'm kind of going to go on the uh, wait and see camp. I'm not going to, you know, at first I was going to bash her 
because it just wasn't really that impressive to me. But as I look more and more look at the image, I go, you know what? I could see it, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, it's like half and half really. So when the, I'm going to post this on our Facebook page, you guys, oh, you can, got it. You can, yes, you okay. can take a look and see for yourselves, whether or not you think she is worth being a uh, wonder woman. But uh, that's the first uh, one we saw. And I mean, I, I know a lot of people who were really kind of, um, sort of on the fence about whether or not she was going to look good just because, you know, she is, she's so much thinner than, you know, you typically expect. expect Wonder Woman. Be, yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I think, I, I think it's a great image. And like you said, it is just an image. So right. we don't know how she's going to portray her, but I think that, you know, she, the look is good. It's, it's sort of this mix between Xena warrior princess and the traditional, wonder woman costume right i love the boots i think the boots are fucking <laughs> awesome like you know just boots on load she's in boots alone <laughs> oh, i'm man. in um you know i think she looks really beautifully done um now I, there's still people fucking bitching about it and honestly i feel like this movie has you know we talked about this a little bit during break i feel like this movie has the odds stacked up against it mm-hmm. you know because People don't like Ben Affleck. People don't like Henry Henry Carroll. Mm-hmm. People don't like Gail Godot. You know, people don't like Zack Snyder. Like, you know, and so it's it, it's almost like a movie of underdogs. Right. You know, so going into it, people, you know, it's almost like me going into, I know I keep beating the shit out of this movie, <laughs> but it's like me going into Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> I am expecting them to fuck it up. <laughs> that being said, I'm still going to go and watch it because I want to see, like, all right, maybe they're not going to fuck it up. Maybe it's actually not going to suck. Right. You know, I don't know. I'm not going to know until I actually go see the movie, and that's the thing. But I kind of I kind of wonder if this movie's going to take a hit just because people people are going to put their foot down and say, no, I'm not going to go see it. Now, here's a question, just a little bit on, on Gem and Holograms. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember a lot about Gem and Holograms, the show? Like, do you remember certain storylines and, and characters and how they were portrayed? On, on I, re- the- I remember the characters. Um, I don't remember the storylines, per se, just because I haven't seen the show in, like, you know, 25 years. Yeah. Um. But I do, you know, I, I remember a lot of, like, how the characters interacted. And, right. you know, what their their place and position was in the show. Okay. Um, so, you know, for me, you know, it's it's more, I want to see them, I want to see them try to stick a little bit to the, you know, maybe if not the storyline, like, the, 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 character the character's representation. Okay. You know, obviously they're gonna have to update it, otherwise it's gonna be a period piece. Right. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be nineteen eighty seven all over again. You know. But I, I would like to see them sort of update it, you know. But I, I kind of feel like it's it's almost it's it's almost similar where you're taking this I these iconic characters. You're taking Batman who just celebrated his seventy fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking Batman you're taking Superman, you're taking Wonder Woman, you know, this is meant to be the the um the the jumping off point for the Justice League movies. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're bringing all these characters together and you're bringing it together two characters that never before could be brought together, Batman and Superman. Right. You know, so you got all these things coming together. And on one hand, you know, it's it hopefully will be amazing because it's the it's that idea of it's 
it is that jumping off point, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, you know, you have all these casting choices that people are pissed about. You have a director that people are pissed about. You know, you have costumes that people are pissed about. Right. You know, so I, I kind of feel like the I feel like the the way that this movie is really going to do well is if people kind of are willing to let go of their expectations a little bit mm-hmm. and go into it with a little bit more of an open mind. Now, did you see earlier? I think well, actually, the beginning of Comic Con, which started Thursday. Um, they showed the cape and cow of uh, Ben Affleck Batman. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? I did. What do you think of I it? I like it. Okay. I mean, it's different. You know, it's it's sort of um. You know, and, and let me see if I can pull it up and we can put it on um. Uh, a page. Yeah. Now I was talking it over on Thursday with uh, Sean and Dave Sipon, and we were discussing it, and I. I was kind of like, uh, you know what? It's 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 a cape and cow. I'm not going. You know, it's not. I don't hate it. But I got to see the rest of the costume and how what's coming out of it, like the the portrayal. Of exactly. It. Like, like the thing. I like the small ears. Yeah. Uh, Sean uh, Sipon said that it reminded him of the Frank Miller uh, mm-hmm. Dark Knight, which you know, it's like you know what? I can see that. I can see where he's getting that you know kind of idea from it. And I like that. He didn't like the fact that it was kind of looking like a rubbery look to it, which you know Sean was kind of like, you know what? I kind of agree with them on that level, just because. It does like the neck piece looks like it's like a piece of rubber that's just gonna sit on his uh on his neck there and you're just gonna see the chin, you know, like yeah. the, the big protruding chin. But at the same time you don't necessarily know how it's gonna look on film. Right. Like they might you know, they might do some editing and I mean thinking about it, you know, Batman is fucking ridiculously rich. You yeah. know, so he basically has an R and D department right. that is disposable as uh, disposal. So this hypothetically, this whole piece here Yeah. You know, it could have some kind of, you know, bulletproof technology in it, you know, and it's actually a protective piece. Right. So, you know, yeah, so shot in the neck. Yeah. I, I mean, and I'm, I'm posting it on Facebook now. For me, like you said, it's a cape and cow. Yeah. You know, anybody can wear a cape and cow. It's how they wear it. Right. It's you the know? chin. I mean, that's what that's what Sean mentioned, too, was the fact is that what's the predominant chin? I mean, is, is Ben Affleck's chin going to be predominant enough to go... That's believable Batman. Like I yeah, can you know, that as a Batman. That part, is uh, that is a really good there. point. And I mean they sort of in this article they sort of have I don't know if this is an actual picture or if this is like a um a, a rendering of yeah. it from, yeah. But I mean just based on this picture, yeah. I buy that. Yeah. You know, and the fact that there's some stubble there, like, you know, it's got a you know, he hasn't Rougher, shaved yeah. in a day, like has that that grittier look. I, I actually kinda like that. Um and then, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, the the whole idea of, you know, is this gym predominant enough? It makes me think of Watchmen with Patrick Wilson as, um, what was it, the owl? The night owl. The night owl, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I I like Patrick Wilson as an actor. I did not necessarily like him as the night owl because his, I didn't feel his chin was, like, as I'm watching this in IMAX, all yeah. I can think is he doesn't have the chin for it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a chin for it you know and maybe that's part of the character yeah you know like that's that's part of the look you know the fact that it's you know more nose less chin right you know but <laughs> at this i'm just sitting there going yeah he doesn't have the chin for a cow so you know that's 
if you think about it, it really is kind of important to find somebody who can pull that off. Well, I mean, my thing the whole Night Owl was is that he was kind of like a meeker character. So I think that's where the predominant chin's out there because you want to show that meekness yeah, in, a, in a way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's the, that's maybe that's the whole point of that, why they did it that way. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't there in the decision making, you know. Yeah. I'm just kind of pulling it out of my ass as I'm talking here. Hey, so. the brown rabbit's back. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Nah. <laughs> That's dirty. what that smell is. Oh, dirty rabbit. <laughs> okay. And anyway, <laughs> moving on. Filthy rabbit. So Filthy, dirty. Need to be spanked. One one of the things that we like to always look for is kind of the, um, I guess the obscure, not really obscure, but the stuff that's not mainstream enough really today in today's. Era. Kevin Smith, though, I think is mainstream, but. A lot of his movies... He's mainstream, it, but he's still indie. Right. I think. Yeah, he's like, got people that know who feel he is, to, but, Yeah. So, yeah. of course, the big thing is... He doesn't bend is, to the man. That's exactly it. Yeah. Something. And, of course, his new movie, he had a... He released a trailer for during the Comic-Con. It was Tusk. I mean, I, there was a lot of talk about that. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it a couple times. Times here. Show, yeah. yeah. So, it's they finally released a trailer. I'm actually going to try and play it here. So, hopefully, you guys can hear it. So, let's see how this works out. All right. No prep. Here we go. That's exciting. Saying, yeah. Yep. There we go. Ooh. Always do sober what you do drunk, and it'll teach you to keep your mouth shut. Hemingway said that. Yes, he did. And he said it to me. I don't want you to go to Canada tomorrow. For the podcast. It's what I do. I travel around, and I interview weird or interesting people. So look out, you crazy Canucks. Wandering Wallace <laughs> takes a raunchy road trip up to the Great White North. Hello, I'm an old man who has enjoyed a long and storied life at sea. And after eons of oceanic adventure, I know I do not wish to spend my remaining years alone when I have such stories to share. How far is Bifrost from here? It's about two hours from here. It's about two hours away. I hate American guys. (laughs) Good evening. It's nice to meet you. Could I interest you in some tea? So what happened after the boat sank? I was alone. And then something very swift and frightening moved by me. A walrus saves your life? The walrus is far more evolved than any man I've ever known. Present company included. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Would you? Huh. Would you? He got yeah. drugged. It'll be all right, Mr. Tuff. He hasn't called me in three days. I'm worried. Why are you doing this? Are you really mourning your humanity? I don't understand. Who in the hell would want to be human? This 
<laughs> best line from a horror film ever. I don't want to die. I don't want to die in Canada. Canada. <laughs> That's I'm in. brilliant. Oh I my gosh. I'm going to post this real quick so everybody else can Just see for this. the fact that that line is in the movie, Ooh. I want to see. I was creeped out. I think that's brilliant i did oh. not think for a second that that movie would be like that no. i thought it was going to be you know some lighthearted comedy shit <laughs> like nope <laughs> i don't want to die it sounded like funny because they they laugh every time you hear kevin and 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 yeah. brian mosley talk about it it sounds like a like they're just laughing you're having a great time talking about it and it's like wow like that's gonna be awesome and then it's just like I mean, it looks great. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, I'm going to sit No, it, it looks awesome, but holy cow. That just gave me the willies. The wet willies? No. Just the willies? Yes. Okay. Woo! Slight difference. Woo! Oh. Wow. Wow. That was mind-blowing. Oh. I, oh. I will see that. Yeah. So. Because, you know, it looks... I would think, since it's Kevin Smith, I would think it has some comedic moments in there to, to break the tension. Yeah. Like... I don't want to die in Canada. <laughs> Ray is fucking lying from a did, horror movie. Did you see the movie? Ever. Did you see his other movie, Red State? No, I haven't okay. seen that yet. Yeah, there is no comedy in that. Really? At all. You know, it's a great horror movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ending, I like the ending, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. the ending, like, I think was kind of being funny. It was about, it's like an FBI agent telling about this, what happens mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he was, at the end, he, you know, the, the, he was at his superiors and giving him a report of what was going on. And the I'm I'm not going to give anything away. So you have to go see Red State yourself because it's a brilliant film. It's it's really good, worth of seeing. But the way it was set up, um, it just you feel like there was going to be some kind of funny moment, and mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was just this dramatic telling of the story, hmm. and you were just like, because uh, uh, <laughs> he tells you what happens next. Because it gets to a point where it just ends. There's a mm-hmm. there's a, a a horn blowing that stops everybody, mm-hmm. and like nobody can know where it's coming from. And then it stops, and then it's there. He's in the room now with the superior, telling what happened next. Like he just arrested everybody, and they were, you know, like hmm. the killing stopped, and the, you know, and I so see on. That. But it was, it's brilliant. I mean, you say I'm not doing it enough justice to to explain it. I mean, sure, I could probably explain a lot better. He he showed it to me. Uh, he brought over his copy, and we watched it. It was just it's just a great film to to go go see it. You know, go go Redbox it, go yeah. Netflix it, whatever if you can find it, find a copy of it, get it, and enjoy it because it was a great film great horror film nice all right so okay so we got to kevin smith and it's crazy fucking mind wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> now i see you have some statistics here of, i of comic-con let's, do and i uh, will share them with everybody but great. before i do that um okay so this is everything you need to know about san diego comic-con great Attendance gets capped every year at 130,000 due to overcrowding. Wow. That's how freaking big this place is. Wow. Wow. 130,000. That there are towns that don't have that many people. That's right. Yeah. Um it is the world's third largest comic conference. Third. Okay. Third. After Japan's uh Comic-Con and I'm going to butcher this cuz I don't speak French so suck it. Uh France's <laughs> Angoulême. Angoulême. Or something. I wonder what that is. I don't know. It's French. <laughs> it's French. That's all you need to know. Okay. Now, since 2007, mm-hmm. tickets have been getting sold out before the event. So prior to that, you could still show up and 
there would yeah, be tickets, right. you know, because a lot of conferences that I go to, there's still tickets at the door. They just cost a little more. Yeah. In 2011, they sold that in two hours. Wow. 2012 and 2013, 90 minutes. This year, 72 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. In effing sane. Yeah. It's a four and a half day event. The local economic impact to San Diego, $178 million. <laughs> Seventy-eight million of that is direct attendee spending, so people showing up and shelling out money. Wow! Um, Fifty-five thousand seven hundred and seventy-two hotel room nights are are bought. Wow! So that's that's not you know rooms. Yeah, that's the nights. Lights. Um, the logo has evolved uh, since nineteen. 19- uh 70 was uh. the first year and at that point it was called san diego's golden state comic-con <laughs> and it eventually uh evolved to san diego comic-con international yes um san diego comic-con it was begun in 1970 by a group of comic movie and sci-fi fans including the late shell dwarf ken kruger and richard alf as a one-day mini-con called san diego's golden state comic mini-con um and yeah i mean the san diego gets some major major benefits from it i mean hold on somewhere in here was the uh you know i'm not finding it here but it um i read somewhere that the average spend per attendee is fourteen hundred dollars Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's in this article or if it's in another one. I read it somewhere. And yeah, $1,400. Yeah. Per, per I mean, attendee. And you have 130,000 attendees. Yeah. I mean, that my wife, what? my wife, when you're one, was going to surprise me to take me to Comic Con, but she said that there was no way because she tried to buy tickets and they were gone like mm-hmm. in a flash. So she says there's no way. And then she kind of looked at those kind of statistics before and she said, yeah, I don't see you ever going to Comic Con unless you're, you know, unless this show becomes big and yeah. we're invited to go yeah, and like, be in a booth and you we know, have be to, able to walk. Around. Yeah, we would have to be famous in the, in in geek culture, you know, and and in the geekosphere to, to get even in. get there. I mean, because I mean, I've been following it on Facebook and like Yaya Han's there, Ivy Doom Kitty, who's you know my favorite cosplayer, yeah. is there. Um, they're celebrities. What I mean is basically one hundred thirty thousand. You know, celebrities and really goddamn lucky people walking around this thing. You know, Daniel Radcliffe was walking around in a Spider-Man costume. Really? Nobody knew it was him. Wow. That's how he got around. He put on Spider-Man. Yeah. He was just walking through. I guess that's the only way he could do. You have to dress up as somebody else yeah. to, so he get mobbed. But that would be awesome, though. I mean, if, could you imagine that? Us going walking around? Oh, my God. Then... That would be amazing. Like, that is like... Yeah, I want to really check out this booth here. Get up. <laughs> that is nerd mecca. Yeah. Right there, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to I'm going to Dragon Con next month, and that's a pretty big one. Yeah, you know. Well, I heard that's the party con. But yeah, that's what that's be that's oh, what uh, yeah. the insiders at some cons have told me is a fact. That's what that I've heard. If you want to party, Dragon Con's the con to go. That's to. what I've heard. So yeah. Oh right. So you might right. be might be hobnobbing, hanging out with some <laughs> celebrities, getting drunk with them. You know. I'll come back. Hey. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Or actually, it'd be the walk of shame. I, I slept with. Are you fucking kidding me? If I sleep with somebody, if I slept with a celebrity at 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 Dragon Con, I wouldn't be doing the walk of shame. I'd be strutting my shit all over the place. Oh yeah, I bang. I, I bang Daniel Radcliffe. 
three times. <laughs> and the only reason we stopped is because he said that he was hobbled. <laughs> I was going to get really clever with that, and then it just fell flat. I'm sorry. <laughs> Now those who Either way, it was really good. Shut up. <laughs> it was so good, my brain stopped working. I'm just going to move on from there. I'm not even going any further. I did want to mention the fact that Comic-Con Episode 4 of Fans Hope is a documentary in 2011 that was made that showed the dynamics of Comic-Con and how it was and, and how it is, basically, and how like a lot of celebrities are, had you know cameos talking about it. And then they followed... Um, Two comic book writers, uh, or, or actually uh, artists, I should say, and they were mm-hmm. like writing comics. They were, they were drawing art, and they were trying to get into. Uh, it, it's just phenomenal, like how much, what the, so many dynamics in the show is. I mean, just just based on like they have uh, a, an area just of like DC, Marvel, you know, Black Horse, so on, of all mm-hmm. the comic book companies, and you could take, you can make appointments with them and show your artwork mm-hmm. and they can give you, they can critique your art. Okay. And like, out of the two, I think it actually might have been three, but but there was one guy who got a job nice. to work for Marvel. Nice. And then the one guy who was just like, now nah, was, I wasn't there yet. They, you know, they, they showed me some some pointers to do. Yeah. So next year I'm going to try it again. And, you know, yeah. they, they, but he was like all the way from like somewhere in the south they, okay. you know like in in the east coast and he yeah. came all the way to comic-con just to that's wow. all he wanted to do like he didn't care about like walking the floor meeting celebrities yeah. like none of he that had, none. he had a mission let's go in mind yeah uh this company called crab cat there are two women that make costumes mm-hmm. and they made um shoot i know <laughs> He's going to kill me for not remembering who would. They made a, a video game. They made these outfits for it. And they're actually on Heroes of Cosplay now, the show. Okay. So they, they that's how you first got introduced to this movie. And they were showing like how cosplay competitions were going mm-hmm. on there. And I forget the name of the. It's a it's a big video game. And Sean's like yelling it out right now. He's, he's <laughs> listening. He's like, you idiots, this. I'm like, text us, Sean, if you know what it is. <laughs> I doubt he's, he's probably yeah, out of it and sleeping. Probably staring at the back of his eyelids right now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, so they showed that aspect of it. And then, of course, it did. It showed the show floor, mm-hmm. the craziness that just goes on there all day long. That's just like, it's it's truly an event to, to see if you can get in. But like I said, for us, we could never, ever get in. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, I've already, you know, summed up that fact. I mean, I know some people are trying, they try every year to do it and they yeah. fail miserably i'm like i'm not even gonna try because i know it's all i'm gonna get is just constant failure over yeah. and over again it's just like nope never i mean happen. i would love i would love to be able to go yeah on the flip side though like i i know me well enough like i get i i have issues with large crowds like and i know that if i'm if i am finding myself in a city mm-hmm. where probably it is the traffic is ridiculous, mm. you know, for this, you know, for these four days and, you know, what the, I don't know what the, you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. There's some kind of booming going on. Right. Is it just in our headphones? I don't know. Oh, well, I don't hear I, it anymore. Oh. I don't want to keep going to dead air, but yeah. I, you know, we've got to stop and listen. So we're just going to, keep it doesn't going matter. On. Our cars are blown up. So, yeah. you know, what's done is done. <laughs> um, so, it's for me it's it's 
the the idea of the amount of preparation like i know how much prep i'm putting into to the convention coming up i mm-hmm. know how much prep i put into wizard world mm-hmm. you know but like wizard world was different because it was just in the city and i don't, I don't live far from center city so I, c- I can just hop a train i didn't have to drive i didn't have to find parking right all i had to do was stand in a fucking line to get in right you know um dragon con there's there's going to be some logistical issues and i know my patients might get worn a little thin before i even get there because traffic in atlanta is already goddamn ridiculous add you know a hundred thousand attendees to this convention it's gonna be a fucking madhouse you know so like if i was going to be doing something like this where i'm i'm flying out to san diego i would probably actually try to get there a few days beforehand Mm -hmm. and attempt to get a room within walking distance right you know, so that way I don't have to find parking. I don't have to deal with all this shit, you know, because right. I know if 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 I'm getting stressed out by the transportation and the hotel room and this and that and every other goddamn thing, I am not going to have a good time. Okay. And I'm going to want to go the fuck home. Wow. Like, okay. I, I know me well enough to know that. So, so you're one of those kind of people that just like, yeah, if, if it's already, you already know it's going to be a mess. Forget it. You know, like, you know, it's pretty much be... like it would have to be something really fucking special. Like this year, Patrick Stewart's supposed to be a dragon con. So for me, you know, the, for most people, the idea of waiting in line for eight hours is like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like you have to be somebody really goddamn special. That trickster was really goddamn special. I mean, the dude's in his, like, 70s or 80s, you know, and he yeah. swore he was never going to do an art convention again. So I'm like, you know what? Patrick fucking Stewart. <laughs> I'd... My wife did beat him at a Wizard World in Philadelphia. Oh, cool. And uh, she she waited in... It wasn't too bad. It was, like, four hours. And I, that's you know, not... type of thing. And Wizard World's also a lot smaller, though, so... Yeah. I was, I was fortunate enough that she's like, no, no, I'm going to wait by myself. So mm-hmm. she's just sat in line. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, what gets the wall? Wait it, wait it, wait it. And every once in a while, I would, I would walk by and I'd see her somewhere else. Like, they, you'd see them line moving forward, yeah. you know, kind of thing, or moving up. Because they actually had a... It was like a standby line. Not a standby line, but it was like... They, they started forming the line, but they put it outside so mm-hmm. it wasn't in the way. Okay, yeah. And then they moved them inside when he was coming down. They would just so, call the people. Right. Yeah. So I was watching, and then as I saw her go up, and I didn't like approach because I didn't want to, you know, because the security was so freaking tight that mm-hmm. you know you couldn't get near him. Oh yeah. But I watched her, and it's just like he was just mm-hmm. his head was down. He wasn't mm-hmm. saying hello to anybody. He was just name, and then he was just signing autographs, and the next one, and it's just his head was constantly down. And she's taking pictures because you were allowed to take pictures, mm-hmm. but you just saw these pictures always just all the top wow. of his head because that's all you got. Yeah, because he was just. One the after world's another. most famous bald head. Right. And then, of course, though, that was during the World Cup. And he oh, okay. is a huge yeah. World Cup fan or yeah. football fan or soccer fan, however you want to put it. Uh, but that, like, there were there people that I knew that were running the, the, the thing. It's like, yeah, like, sometimes he, he was supposed to be signing autographs mm-hmm. or he would be like, you know, he he designated times because games were on that he would go back to his room and watch. And just sit there. Go! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Make it so. Make it so. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the Patrick Stewart story. So anyway. yeah, I'm kind of anticipating. I, I mean, easily, I would think it's probably going to be a six to eight hour wait. Nice, just based on how big it is, how you know, um, well, you're how going, popular you're, he you're is. You're going more one, one than day, so it's not yeah, that big I'm, of a deal. I have but... a four day pass, so I'm going to be there Friday. I think it's Friday through Monday, something like that, or Thursday through Sunday. I I, I can never remember dates, but um, I'm going to be there all four days. 
Um, you know, because this is basically my last chance to go to Dragon Con with my sister before she gets deployed. Ah. And we've been wanting to go for years, but there was always something else happening because at the end of August, there's a lot of birthdays, ah. you know, and then, you know, when I was with my ex, I was flying down to North Carolina. So it was just like there was a lot going on that always conflicted and I was never able to make it. Yeah. And this is the last chance we're going to have for at least two to three years to do it. So we're like, all right, let's let's get this thing get it done and have a good time before they before they ship out nice so yeah i but patrick stewart is one of the very few people on the face of the planet i'm willing to stand around for hours for not doing anything all right just to get his i I don't care if he looks at me i i'm okay with that all right well let's move on to the of course the big one the comic-con here of san diego and uh the next story that i picked was uh there's the cast of Fireflies reuniting for an upcoming game. <gasps> so they're going to have a flyer, Firefly video game. So all your Firefly fans out there. Um, I, You know what? I have not really seen the show, which, you know, Sean yeah, always either. wants to take my geek card because of that. Yeah, and, uh, there's people who want to take mine, too. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, what um, I've seen episodes, though. I do enjoy the show. I just haven't seen it fully yet. And uh, I won... Weekend, I'm just going to binge watch it and just get it, knock it out so I can if I say, finally, I saw it. Um, but there's a lot of things I haven't seen, so, but that's another whole other story, which I don't want people crying. So, <laughs> people are so there's, crying. A, there's a Firefly Online, is basically what it is. So, it's basically another online game that you can uh, be a part of and have the cast uh, be there, I guess, is, rep- is reprising their roles and features cameos. Another Nathan Fillion, best is uh, Captain. Malcolm Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. See, it's a role-playing game, basically, online that you can play as the Firefly. So if you like the Star Wars online, and I I know there's a World of Warcraft, and or I wanted like to, to say Star play. Trek, but I don't think there is a Star Trek one yet, which I'm surprised they shouldn't. They should have one because that would probably be popular amongst the Star Trek people. But anyway, yeah. uh, so if you, if you are a Firefly fan and you want to go online and you know, do that, then go ahead. It's coming out. I'm going to post this, of course, again. On ah, our... Joe just messaged in. There is a Trek uh, there is. MMO. It's called Star Trek Online, and he says it's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. All capitals. Does he play? All capitals. Joe, do you play? exclamation points. That's how amazing Find it is. Find out, Joe. Let me know. Yeah, he's... Oh, oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get your own ship. Wow, nice. Okay. It comes with a brown bunny. <laughs> he didn't say that i did <laughs> so you're saying it's a shitty game is that what you're trying to tell you can play as federation klingon or romulan nice okay i think i do klingon you do klingon yeah i could see you doing klingon i like klingons you do yeah all right <laughs> each their own i guess i don't know <laughs> i got a thing for war what can i say <laughs> giant you know what you they, like that big fanny head. That's what's uh, that's what's you know what they say. Big forehead, <laughs> big hats, <laughs> something. <laughs> I'm trying to find though, as we're going on here, there is a sneak peek of the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. That Jack, the trailer, yeah, the, the teaser trailer, the teaser trailer that Zack Snyder showed at Comic Con. Um, I did have it here somewhere and I lost it. So whoops, everybody. 
let me see if I can go back to my page and find um, it there. Keep uh, wait, bantering which, which, my... So, I mean, we we watched it while we were on uh, break. Yes. And, I mean, now granted, we watched somebody's camera phone version right. of it. Which I think that's a, that's the only version you're going to see as, as yeah, of right now for, for the next, for, next for, couple yeah. weeks or so. So here we go. Um, Oh, nope, that was the that one was taken down. So I, I oh damn that did see a copy of it. Is this uh, another one? Oh snap! Here I'll d- nope another one taken. Yeah, there oh are, they man, are, they are oh shit. So if you can find it and watch it, enjoy it. Get it now before they take it down again. It was good. I it was it. Okay, let me rephrase. It was interesting. It was interesting. Okay, so it was. I think we can. Oh, there you okay, go. Okay, all right. Okay. Let's see well, if I can. We can Wait. sort of talk through it a little bit. So it starts out with, you know, it's very rainy and very dark. I don't, know, I don't think there's any words. Nope. It's just showing the, the, the bat signal. It's showing Batman setting up the bat signal. Right. And then, of course, it's panning up very slowly at the bat signal up in the sky. And then all of a sudden, there's Superman's Superman. flying right there, oh, right where the symbol is. And his eyes are glowing. His eyes are glowing red like, Mofo, you are my territory. And of course, Batman's looking at him with with light up lights. It is the sharks and the jets. And then of course, the Batman Superman symbol is coming up on the screen. And of course, the title. So that is it. That so if you is, haven't seen it, hurry up and go watch it before they take that one take down it too. Down, right. I gotta, I gotta see if I can get that. Um, but I mean, it was, uh, yeah. Actually, I found an article on Vanity Fair, um, VanityFair.com, which I thought it was interesting. They were covering it, but you know, I guess they just want to get in with the uh, celebs. Um, but anyway, so one of the things they reported on was Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Um, apparently, people are saying it will only continue Zack Snyder's past mistakes. Um, based on 30 seconds of footage, it's not an entirely fair judgment, but the fact that those 30 seconds reportedly included both Rain and Batman and Superman hating each other suggests that the dark and gritty tone of Man and Steel isn't going anywhere this time. Ouch. 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 Remember who the the source is? It's Vanity Fair. Fair. Right. Well, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. But I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's some people who are still like, the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I can, I, I can't get the video up, unfortunately, because of the way the link was sent to me. So yeah, I'll have to you figure can't out. get it up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> See what happens you, when you put me in a big kid seat? That's right. <laughs> Turn it to and, Sean. Sean's, and Sean's not here to, 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 to cut me off. <laughs> You said get it up. <laughs> anyway. Hey, somebody um, has to do the dick and fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, so if I can get the video up, I mean, to me. <laughs> I shouldn't still be laughing at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> if he can put the video on the Facebook page. There you go. All right. All right. Now, moving Stop on Stop making there. me laugh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so if, if once you see it. I don't think you're going to get to get too much from it. I mean, it looks pretty cool based on the 50 seconds it was. I mean, you're, you know, you're not going to get really too much out of it. 
It looked pretty badass, but it's just the staring contest. It's basically <laughs> what it comes down you to. You blinked! Yeah. You blinked! <laughs> Fuck you, Batman! I think the only way Batman's, Batman's going to blink. That wasn't a blink. Was just those lights go out. It's like, <laughs> I ran out of battery. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on. I was thinking of my double A's. <laughs> I need double A batteries. What? I need double A batteries. What? I need double A batteries. I sound like Harrison Ford. I'm throw that a fucking double A battery at you. <laughs> Shut up, you asshole. So, By the way, stop stop blinding me with your fucking bat signal. <laughs> asshole. It's like flashing your fucking high beams at me. <laughs> Dick. I'm Batman. I'm going to brake check you, you bitch. <laughs> so much love. <laughs> Well, going from DC news now to some Marvel moves news. Moves? News? Moves? We anyway. got the moves like Marvel. We got the moves like Marvel. We got the moves like Marvel. Ouch. Sorry. <laughs> That's the one thing bad thing about wearing earphones in this thing. Anyway, uh, Sp- Spider-Man, Villainers, Villain... Boy, my reading skills are horrible, even worse today. Spider-Man, Villain spinoff movie, Sinister Six. Set for sex. <laughs> you totally just said sex. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> sinister six, six set for, for twenty sixteen. There you go. Sinister sex. So <laughs> that's going to be the point. This is spin-off. not. This is not going to be Amazing Spider-Man three. This is going to be a spinoff movie for the Sinister Six, which I think they're hurrying just because they want to get all these cool characters in there. Now, based off of what I've seen in the last two movies, I hope this is a better film. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did not like Spider-Man one or two, Amazing Spider-Man one or two. The Tobey Maguire ones were great; these mm. were horrible. Well, actually, mm. three I could about. But anyway, you know, I, I, I mean, digress. I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan to begin with. Yeah, you know, and I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. So, I mean, so like all these ones about. Anything that has a, you know, is related to Spider-Man, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, well, this, I, is, this is one of the big storylines that people have talked about for, for decades because the Sinister Six yeah. came around. It was one of those great storylines that everybody loved so much that it's, I mean, it's like I said, it's still talked about today. You know, people, mm-hmm. will, even when they talk about Spider-Man and when they get to it, eventually they will talk about the Sinister Six. So it's one of those movies like, thank you, finally, but I don't think. You know, Andrew Garfield's the Spider-Man to bring it. So yeah, I, I mean, for me, I'm just kind of like. Eh. So look for actually, no. they're talking about uh, the uh, third one is going. The third Spider-Man is going to be somewhere in like 2018 too. So there's going to be another one, kids. Well, that's uh, oh. that's DC Marvel. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's so. weird. It's not. Oh, you know what? It's not on this. Uh, well, I'd say they're they're in they're in yeah. plans for it. There's nothing set in stone. Cause That's I think, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they because I I posted this the other day. They have the roadmap from you know of of the movies that they're looking at doing between now and 2019. So mm-hmm. five years from now, you know, and I mean, the, nothing is set in stone. So right, you know, it, any one of these could change because of scheduling conflicts or whatever yeah so what, what do you got there for in terms of movies so we can tell the audience? uh so may 1st 2015 will be avengers age of ultron okay i don't want to wait till then 
but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, July 17, 2015. So, uh, you know, it looks like they're putting out about two a year. Okay. Uh, July 17th, 15 will be Ant-Man. All right. Looking uh, forward to that one. Yeah. And and a lot of these are coming out early May. So it's, you know, well, May kicking they, off the summer. They're trying to make May Marvel Month a, yeah. a little bit on this. Because some of them are coming in later in the year. Uh, Thor yeah. did that with one of their movies. I think I actually thought Dark World came out later as well. Yeah, there's um, a couple. Like, oh, actually. Okay, so... 2016, May 6, 2016, will be uh, Captain America, The Fallen Sun. Okay. July 8th, that same year, Doctor Strange. Move forward to 2017. May 5th will be Thor <laughs> Ragnarok. Sorry, I could, it was so tiny I couldn't read, read it. Read it, right. Uh, July 28th, Guardians of the Galaxy, War of Kings. November 3rd, Black Panther, forward to 2018. July 6th will be Avengers Civil War. November 2nd will be uh, World, World War Hulk. And then May 3rd, 2019 will be The Inhumans. Wow. So that's how it's laid out as Wow. Of now. Those last two are horrible, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, World War Hulk's a great comic. Don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, they... They, they, there's two, there's two series. It's called Planet Hulk, where uh, Mister Fantastic, uh, a lot of the big scientist ones decide that Hulk is just they can't control him, so they jettison him. Giant dick. They knock him out and send him on a rocket with a message saying, "Sorry, Hulk, you're you're, you're just too unstable." For Hulk us. wakes up. Hulk have hangover. <laughs> what why did does, Hulk do last night? Why does all Hulk's ass hurt? <laughs> Why is it bigger? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Hulk in space! <laughs> yeah, so... Hulk hate assholes. So basically, he crash lands on this alien planet that they feel is uninhabited, that he's mm-hmm. going to live out the rest of his days because he's just... Let him destroy like, an uninhabitable planet. Yeah. But here it is an inhabitant. Hulk need to learn terraforming. And he, he actually uh, becomes a like slave. like mm-hmm. And it's like kind of like um, like the Romans where they had gladiators. Oh, yeah, fighting. yeah, yeah. So he ends up like beating everybody because he's Hulk. Yeah. You know, how can you beat him? So uh, he ends up like start like not wanting to be involved in a kind of like John Carter in a way. I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. John Carter, but say it's yeah. similar to that where he, he didn't really want to get involved. But then finally, like, you know, just through all this, like them trying to kill him. He's like, screw that. I'm going to take you out. So he, he he wants to become, like, they want to make him the leader now of this planet. Okay. And he was nothing to do with it because he's like, I did my thing. Yeah. I'm done. I want to get back to Hope Earth. Hope wants to retire to nice beachfront house. <laughs> Hope just wants to retire and let go. <laughs> Hope wants to know where 401k is. Hope need to roll over into Roth. <laughs> so they he comes back to Earth, basically, and that's World War Hulk, where he brings back actually a couple of the gladiators from okay. this planet and destroy. They want to destroy the world, and gotcha. that's where World Hulk comes in. So that's what this movie's going to. Yeah. Everybody thinks that's going to be the greatest idea, especially with Raffio, uh, Mark Raffio playing uh, Bruce Banner and Hulk, or Bruce Banner anyway. And uh, they think that would be a great storyline for him to play. But okay, so here's my question because I didn't see that on the roadmap anywhere. How are they going to set that up? Like in what other movie? Because they're they're well, building there's... these movies to interconnect. How are they going to build that? Like, I... are they going to put everything into one movie? Well, it's just, that's the same. They, that's like, a lot for one movie. They're they're saying that certain movies or certain things are not going to be part of the Marvel universe, like the whole uh, Netflix series of um, Daredevil and um, uh, uh, oh jeez, uh, what's his name? Uh, 
the hero for hire. I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. Luke Cage. Yeah. All those series that Netflix is putting out, they're not part of the Marvel Universe. They, they're they excluding them. They're separate uh, entities on their own. Disney owns the rights to them, and they're making them, I think, for Disney. But it's not, not going to be anywhere close to where Josh Whedon's working with, with those other characters. Oh, okay. So you won't see a Daredevil in an Avengers movie or... You know, swinging through New York. Sucky, considering how bad the first Devil, Daredevil was, and like how they've managed to remake some of the some of the crappy films to not suck, like the Hulk. which. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 put out one, it sucked. Put out another, not as bad. Now they've gotten them into the Avengers, well, where it, it doesn't actually suck. Being a part of an that's a sad, <laughs> but that's my thing though. Was like Hulk being a part of an ensemble is great. Because he's like that muscle that you want. Mm-hmm. But like as an individual movie, will people run out and go see it? I don't think World War Hulk's going to be one of those movies. I think that's where it's going to start. You're going to start seeing the uh, it start to turn on Marvel and mm-hmm. Disney. As a fact is, is that they're going to get to a point where I, I, I tell John, I'm like, there's going to be there's going to be a dark time again. There's going to be a time where people are going to go another Marvel movie. No, thanks. Yeah. And it's just going to well, bomb no matter how great it's made. And I, I feel like that's, that's going to happen regardless of how good the movies are just by virtue of the fact that they're, there will hit a saturation point. Yeah. There will hit a point where everybody's like, all right, they've milked the cow. They, it's yeah, dry. It's like, you Let's got our money. Cow. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, but you know, and I, I kind of feel like that moment will, um, I kind of feel like that moment will sort of determine who are the quote unquote real nerds versus those who got into it because it was popular. Right. You know, because the, the people who, who really love this, who make this part of their life, they're going to stick around even, you know, the, yeah, the movies might suck you right. know, or even if the movies don't suck, they're still going to stick around when everybody else is gone. All right, we get it. Comic book heroes make money. Go away. You know? <laughs> um, you know, and, and you know, maybe at that point, geek culture takes another turn. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it they have to figure out, okay, well, you know, if we're going to continue to capitalize on this, right. how can we do that? Yeah. Well, I'd say, like, we watched the, Sean and I watched The People versus George Lucas and watching this documentary and how people, you know, first loved Star Wars and they inspired art and just different things and songs and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden they turned on him because he re-released them and the special effects, some of the stuff they didn't like. Mm-hmm. And then when he made the next three movies, he just did it all himself. He didn't have collaborations or people going, what do you think? Like mm-hmm. with the first three. So it was all on his own. So it was really bad. So he, but after that, Sean and I were both like, yeah, but if they come out with another box set, mm-hmm. like, you know, because they come out with episode seven, you know, mm-hmm. he's going to buy that. You know, when they come out with episode eight, they're going to buy that. When he goes, episode nine is going to buy that. Mm-hmm. If they just come out with a three pack of seven, eight, nine, because there's going to be extra bonus footage mm-hmm. that you're not going to see, he's going to buy that. You know, if, when they yeah. come out with the nine disc set or whatever, what's going to be more than nine discs, <laughs> the nine They movies, release that just for Sean. The whole box set, you know, he's like, it's it's, it's going to be the Destroyer and you're, the, that Death Star, and you're going to yeah. turn that Death Star, it's going to open up and all the movies are going to yeah. be there and other extra Blu-ray discs of all the f- extra footage yeah. and stuff. He's like, I'm going to buy that. Because mm-hmm. he's like, like, that's the kind of a fan of Star Wars I am that mm-hmm. he, like, would do that. And I'm like... I'm with you there most of the way. Yeah. You know, type of thing. Like, I, I waited until 
uh, I bought the first three movie. Well, actually, the first three movies that came out on DVD were episodes one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and I bought those on DVD. And then when they did the f- four, five, and six in a box set, I bought that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't buy like the box set of one, two, and three. I was like, no, like I already have them on yeah. DVD. Like yeah. why buy them again? And then they came out with the re-release of the original three movies, mm-hmm. unedited, you know, type of thing that they did it was limited run. Sean bought those. I'm like, I didn't buy them. And he goes, yeah. they're the original movies. I'm like, I know, but I remember them and I'm not going to keep buying and to give you George Lucas my money. And I don't think that, I don't think you measure fandom by how much money you're willing to pump into it. Yeah. Now, you know, when you're a huge fan of something, chances are you're going to be willing. The hell, I just saw a light flash out there. Oh. Anyway, so, um, um, you know, when you're a huge, huge fan and it really is part of your life, you're willing to spend more money than, than the average person mm-hmm. would be. You know, like, for example, Phantom of the Opera. I buy Phantom of the Opera shit way more than I ever should. You know, I'm getting a half sleeve for Christ's sakes. And, you know, and it's it's probably it's going to cost me a pretty penny to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my level of dedication to right. Phantom of the Opera. I know other people who are who are into it even way more than I am. And really? I'm pretty fucking deep, you know. So I don't think I don't think that your your geek cred or, you know, whatever should be measured you know, by the amount of trivia you can pull off the top of your head or the amount of money, you know, that that you you spend, you know, on mm. on, a, on a fandom or, or whatever, you know, how much stuff that you can say, oh, I got this and this and this and this. I can't for me anyway, I feel like it's the it's the impact it has on your own personal life. Do, do you get the travel channel in your cable package? Uh, I might, but I don't know if you do check out the show called Toy Hunter. OK, OK. It's about a guy who goes around the country, mm-hmm. and actually now he's been going globally because he does other conventions mm-hmm. in other countries now. But what he does is he goes to toy collectors mm-hmm. that are, uh, you know, selling toys, so he can bring them to his booth or whatever at, mm-hmm. a, at a convention and sell them. And like Star Wars is like the number one thing he looks mm-hmm. for. And you go to these people's homes, and I mean there is like a room like the size of this studio. And all walls are just shelves mm-hmm. filled with action figures, spaceships, yeah. models, like like all, all these type of things. And I'm not just talking Star Wars. I mean, there are other other fans of other stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's like superheroes, like Superman and Batman and Spider-Man yeah, yeah, and yeah. so on. But I mean, like, the, you just go and I'm like, to me, that's a huge fan. Like, that's mm-hmm. a person that's just like, wow, like, that's like, I could never do that. Like, I yeah. have I have stuff like around my house and photos and, you know, different yeah. things, you know, like type of thing. I'm more of a fan is because it's like if somebody goes, you know, there's a new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, watch it. Yeah. You know, type of thing. Or there's a new sci-fi movie that uh, Tom Cruise is coming out, like the Oblivion. Mm-hmm. As if I wasn't a, if I wasn't a, 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 a nerd or a geek, I really wouldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm into sci-fi. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. You know, type of thing. It was good. You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. But the, right, but that's what I'm thing. saying. Like, okay, so you you got somebody who has a, a room the size of the studio just filled, you know, floor to ceiling, wall to wall, mm-hmm. you know, completely carpeted with toys. You know, yeah, they're super fan. They've they've invested a lot of money into it, but I don't feel that you know it's it's necessarily apples to apples. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, like you know, okay, you might not have a house filled, you know, to the brim with with Star Wars stuff, and this person does. 
I don't feel that that makes you less of a fan than this person. Yeah. You know, simply yeah. because they have more stuff. You yeah. know, it's not, you know, it's not he who has the most stuff wins. Right. You know, I feel like, personally speaking, you know, I feel like it is it is the impact of that fandom, of that story, of, of whatever, on your own personal life. How do you internalize it? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and how does it become part of you? And I feel like that manifests in different ways. Right. For some people, it manifests, you know, it, it, you're able to pull, you know, arguments and, and ideas and, and facts off the top of your head. And you're right. able, you can argue anything related to that topic. For right. other people, it's... They have a room full of stuff for, you know, other people. It's, you know, they get their entire arm tattooed. Like, you know, I feel like it manifests in different ways. And who is anybody to judge anybody else's, you know, credibility right. as a fan right. solely based on, well, you don't have as much stuff. You don't yeah. have, you know, you don't have as much knowledge. Yeah. You don't have this or that, you yeah. know. And I kind of feel like that's one of. I feel that's one of the feelings in in geek culture is is that we're so willing to tear each other down instead of sort of say oh well you know have well you... I think that's part of our personality that's the that's, it pro- you know it, it, it probably doesn't have to is. be really geek culture but I mean like if you took that person just you you say forget geek culture and you go somewhere mm-hmm. else his, his his personality is that way like say a sp- you know somebody who's you know hardcore in the sports or, right or, you know hardcore be, be the, the same way almost kind of yeah. and that kind of thing knowledge of like teams and and stats and all that kind of stuff and be the same way but then also too it's just also the fact is is that i think that's what really draws us to the geek cultures because those people are those people you really don't want to talk to for mm-hmm. the most part and they get shunned so like they go into this whole like star trek star wars yeah. whatever and they get they're like well you know like i understand that and i, and I appreciate it i become a fan because i I dedicate more and more of my time to it. Mm-hmm. And more and more of those people are like that. So that's why they, you know, kind of tend to, to flock together. Yeah. Because, I mean, Sean and I will sit there and watch a movie and rip it apart, like, mm-hmm. you know, bit by bit. But then I'm thinking, like, the whole, like, Jar Jar Binks. Like, nobody likes Jar Jar Binks. And I don't like Jar Jar Binks either. So, like, I'm not going to say I like Jar Jar Binks. But the thing is, is Jar-Jar that... Jar Jar Binks is in therapy. Right. But the thing is, is that George Lucas took a shot. I mean, he, he you know, and I, and I really do think he said fuck you in episode two <laughs> when they made him a minor, you know, a key minor part into the, 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 the movie. And you're like, that was, I think that was just like a, like an F you to the fans, you know, like uh, you didn't like them. Screw you. You know, like, yeah. you know, you gave me death threats or whatever, or hate yeah. now, like kind of thing. I'm going to even make it worse. You like, know, have I go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, you know, the gist of that. But anyway, let's go back to Comic-Con. Is there anything else you, uh, want to talk about or uh, anything that you caught your eye within the um let me see i do uh, i do have a uh, um a link that i'll post for uh from this vanity fair thing um i thought it was interesting they they put out the uh trailer for or the teaser for mad max fury road wow so right. i'm pretty excited and it has tom hardy who uh you know played bane yeah so you know i'm i'm Pretty interested to check now, I'm, that. I'm, I'm looking at an image of your screen. Is that Tom Hardy in the mask? I don't know, actually. Let's see. <laughs> see if it plays. Yeah. See if I can blow this up. Oh, 
Just a guy standing in front of a car. My name is Max. My world is fire and blood. Looks like the iconic. Oh, oh and there they go. Blowing up, rolling over. So I can't see if that's Tom Hardy. He's moving too fast. Yeah, they're not really showing his face. Yeah. This trailer is a whole lot of people jumping around and exploding. Yeah. I'll post this link to our Facebook page. I think it looks fucking badass. It does. It does you know? look badass. I don't know if, how well it's going to uh, hold up, and like, especially with today's, you know, with a lot of different, um, you know, special effect movies. Yeah. Hello. Now that we're near the end of our journey. We uh, wanted to thank our oh. passionate fans who have been with us. <laughs> <laughs> We're both looking around like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just mute that. There should there be nobody go. in here! <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, the night, though... That... The Night Geeksters goes off air. <laughs> permanently. It's one of those movies that's like... I, I enjoyed the Man Max series. I've, I've seen them all, and they're very, very good. But, I mean... The timing was 70s, 80s, yeah. you know, type of thing. And, you know, special effects weren't as big as they are now, mm-hmm. like kind of thing. So I don't know. They can, they can really sort of bring it up right. a notch. I think it's interesting, too. Like, so if you think about, you know, when the original movies came out, you know, it was very, dyst- you know, had this very dystopian um, feeling about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, things were at a premium you know, as far as resources. This one, now they're, you know, fast forward 30, 40 years now they're. T- I think the first one actually came out. Eighty two. Really? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Let's find out. I um, thought it was a safe seventies, but I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, it's been so long. My uh, my time frames have always screwed up. Oh, seventy nine. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. So you know, it's the the sort of seventy nine, eighty one, eighty five. Yes. So, you know, fast forward, you know, thirty some odd years you know 35 years we we sort of find ourselves you know politically speaking you know we're we're back you know in the 70s 
you know, we had this this gasoline crisis, mm-hmm. the fuel crisis. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward, you know, we're talking about climate change and, you know, needing to get off oil. And so it's interesting to me anyway, you know, looking at a historical perspective. And, and I, I always find it fascinating the things that are going on around science fiction and horror that sort of drive people to, to make the choices they do in terms of mm-hmm. storytelling. The fact that they are, you know, we're now again in this sort of... Um, you know, period of, of change and uncertainty. Right. You know, where we don't know, like, do we need to get off oil? Do we not need to get off oil? You know, <laughs> like, in you know, I think yeah. we, we kind of know we do, yeah. but, you know, we don't know what the next steps are going to be. So it's this sort of very scary dystopian future again. You it know, makes sense. Bringing it back. I, I think, for me anyway, I just find the timing really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I mean, I mean, I imagine they're going to do a, like a few special effects comparison to mm-hmm. the old days when they used to do the old special effects where it used to be just a lot of high speed chases basically mm-hmm. and the cars just, they turn the wheel and they tumble yeah. or they hit an explosion and it would flip the car and you know, that kind of thing. And so you would see those kind of violent moments during the, during the road races, but it's just kind of interesting to see. It's like, well, are they going to go to that old style again? And, you mm-hmm. know, do that. Cause they did that for the, the Punisher with Thomas Jane. Yeah. Where they went back from an old style. Cause the budget was cut really horribly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, I mean, I thought it was a great film and, you know, well, and they did kind of the same thing too with, um, death proof. Yeah. Where all the, all the car crashes in death proof were actual fucking crashes. Like yeah. it was two drivers driving at each other. Boom. Bam, right. You know, so they, they, again, they went back to that, that very traditional, like... But see, that's the thing, though. That's more of, like, a period piece, because it was, like, they try to base that in the 70s style. So Wait, which one? Death Proof. Well, they did the movie in the 70s style, but yeah. it was done, it was modern. Modern, modern story. Oh, that's right, yeah, right, yeah. you're right. So, and uh, now, granted, I think part of it's also the director. It's Quentin, you know, it's Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So you kind of you know, expect he's, that. Yeah, you know, he's going to pay homage to the source material. Right. So you know, and going back to the '60s and '70s and those grindhouse movies, it was very stupid people driving very stupid cars, very <laughs> at stupid speeds, <laughs> right into each other. Yeah. And that's how they did the effects. You know, so I think he wanted to stick with that sort of very traditional. Yeah. Um, you know, all right. Those special effects. All right. Well, so you I know, would say it. I, I, so am I. I think I'm definitely going to catch that yeah. one. I think that's definitely up there. I think we should call it a night now. We've, we've gone pretty good, and uh, hopefully, everybody enjoyed the show so far. Uh, again, we hope that uh, uh, Sean will be with us next week. Yes, uh, I can almost guarantee he will be, but uh, we won't know for sure until I hear more information tomorrow. And we'll so do it on. live from his living room next week. <laughs> Live from his hospital bed, Geeksters. <laughs> and Sean! God damn it, Sean! <laughs> Even when you're sleeping, you're farting. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, but anyway, thank you, though, for listening. Um, tune in every week from 7 to whenever at Eastern Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. Just for Aquanet Radio on those apps. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just go to Geeksters and like us. You can also follow us now on at Twitter. Um, at, at Geeksters. At Geeksters. You could also go to our wordswithgeeks.com page. Find out where you, all the places you can download our podcast as well. Going to there and uh, doing the podcast. If you have a mobile smartphone, you can also go to wordswithgeeks.com mm-hmm. and download and listen to the f- shows or just stream them off of our site there. 
uh, mobily. Um, But if you want to contact Erica on anything we've talked about, you can contact her at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to contact Ed, you can contact Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to contact Sean, tell him, you know, get well or just want to say hello to him, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And I think that would be a really nice thing for everybody to do. So go say hi to him. (laughs) Because he doesn't feel good. And on that note, bye! Peace out. And we're back. Holy mackerel, that was fascinating. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that and as much as we made it. I don't know. Someone like <laughs> some of the lines. I screwed it up. He can't even do that, folks. <laughs> Let me allow him. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed doing it. Ah, Is that it? Yeah. Walker, <laughs> <laughs> walker. <laughs> All right. So um, again, if you want to. What's, what's coming up in part two, Ed? Part two is we do life in the universe and everything with Erica. And what's the topic? And <laughs> it's about time travel. Son of a bitch. All right. All right. So uh, we'll look forward to hearing that. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, he's back. It's <laughs> like, yay! <laughs> All right. So, um, but if normally, if you want to listen to us live, you can catch us on AquanetRadio.com from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, AquanetRadio.com. I'm rusty. AquanetRadio.com, tune in, iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. Search for Aquanet Radio in those apps. Um, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And go to WordsWeekGeeks.com to download this, pres- past, present, and future episodes of Geeksters. Ooh. Ooh. Or while you're on their Geeksters Facebook page, you can find out where else to listen to us. Um, but if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you in, in, in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad.